This is the Relish Podcast with Kate Stevenson. For diamond celebrations, food for all occasions, and Armstrong Green, the destination of a lifelong holiday. Well, hello, it's Kate Stevenson. So you are listening to the podcast version of Relish, a show that airs each Saturday morning on Melbourne's Easy Music 3MP. This week, as some of our favourites prepare to come back to life from a dine-in perspective, some brand new venues will unveil themselves too, and Jesse Davidson has one of each. He'll reopen Q favourite Centenove to the glee of loyal locals, but he'll also have another crack at launching brand new Bar Elba across the road. I'll find out his plans for each. Also, Hallie Raichura launched her first restaurant, Entervi Laundry, in her own home. So lockdown shouldn't be that much of a challenging proposition. But I will find out how her pop-up kitchen at Mornington Peninsula's Avani Wines is faring and what's next for her little enterprise. And of course, we'll talk this week in food. There'll be some food news, drinking and dining tips from me. All that is coming up thanks to Diamond Celebrations, Food for All Occasions and Armstrong Green, the destination of a lifelong holiday. On Easy Music, 3MP. Relax on the Mornington Peninsula's Easy Music, 3MP. I can see clearly now the rain is gone. Easy and relaxing favourites. Thirteen seventy-seven AM and Stereo DAB. The morning to Peninsula's Easy Music, three MP. Easy Music, three MP. You're listening to Relish. Well, sometimes there are places that make you want to move to another neighbourhood just to have them within your proverbial stone's throw. My next guest is behind one of them. Jesse Davidson is the owner of Centenove in Kew. He is the epitome of hospitality. And he's going to win over locals even more when he finally gets to give his new bar, Elba, the proper long-term opening it deserves. Jesse, good morning. Morning, Kate. How are you? Good. Hey, it must be, I mean, it's hard for me. It must be hard for you to believe it's been over 18 months since this all started. How have the lockdowns played out for you at Centenove? Honestly, it feels like we've crammed six years into the last 18 months. Uh, It's been so bizarre. I, I look back on little snippets of things that have happened, um, times where we've reopened, um, obviously the shock of closing at the beginning and yeah. and the 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 lockdowns that that follow on, but it's just been like a, an absolute roller coaster. I feel like we've we've crammed so much in to such a small amount of time. It's been really, really strange. Yeah. And I've been, I mean, I've been desperately watching you on uh, Instagram, the restaurant when I was outside, you know, certainly outside my 5Ks. How long did it take you to work out what would work for you this time around? Because it certainly seems like people embraced what you ended up offering. Yeah, we've gotten really, really good. I mean, as, as a team, I actually feel probably for the first time in my own business that I'm uh, just one of the moving parts rather than the boss. So from the Thursday night, that strange lockdown where we got like two hours notice, we were ready to go the next morning. I no longer drive that like the team. We know exactly what we've got to do. So I guess there's an energy there and we're so lucky, I guess, having 20 years of of running the restaurant, we've got our biggest fans live within our 5k bubble. So it feels like uh, whilst we'd rather stay open as a restaurant, most of the time, the switch happens quite easily for us and and then we get into this groove pretty quickly and and all those people that enjoy what we're doing at the moment come straight back like 
So I guess we're really, really, really fortunate. So you know they'll be there. I was going to say that is one of the things that I cannot help but notice. I mean, your customers seem to be fiercely loyal. Have, do they stay in touch throughout lockdown? Do you keep seeing them? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I must admit I probably underestimated how, you know, obviously what we would offer during lockdown, how the community uh, just, I guess we do it because we need to survive and we need to be a business and we've got, you know, 20 staff. But the customers, they just love it. It's like you just you, you probably don't realise or we certainly didn't realise at the beginning how important just being open and offering coffee and a chat a pastry or a sandwich and what an effect it would have on people's mood. And I mean, so many people come up to the window and just say that it's been the highlight of lockdown and how thankful they are for it. And, you know, it's hard to hear because for us, you know, it's, I mean, it's great to hear, but you know, for us also, we're, we're just trying to be there and survive. And uh, yeah, so I think we've all, you know, just as it's worked for the whole area, our whole community, it's just been, you know, surreal. It's really brought us all closer together. Yeah. And I think clearly it's in a very different way, but I know, you know, it's so important for you to be there at the end of it all and for the business to be there, but it's just as important for that community that you've built. You know, they want you there as much as you do at the end of it. Jesse, I don't actually even know the answer to this. Did you get Bar Elba open before this latest round of lockdowns? Yeah, we did. Uh, So lockdown five and six, we were planning to be open on the Friday of lockdown five. So we we threw the doors open on Thursday night and basically invited anyone that was walking past the establishment. And we did one night and we went into lockdown five. And so we missed our opening weekend. And then we got to open, I think, six days of trading in between lockdowns five and six beginning. So yeah, we've had a few a few days and it will be better for the run but uh yeah it's been a bit obviously to say the least it's been very started very uh very stressful okay so tell me about it because i'm i'm so excited i've only seen photos and it looks stunning what is the idea behind it well uh i mean obviously it's there's a, there's lots of reasons but i love wine um it's been a passion of mine you know ever since i've started working hospitality for 20 years i've just sort of immersed myself in it so you know, to have uh, something different to Centenove, you know, that just with more of a wine focus was something that I've always sort of wanted to do. And, and lockdown last year, the big long lockdown probably gave us time. We had lots of time to think about what we might want to do. And uh, yeah, we decided a, a shop came up directly across the road from the restaurant. You can literally look from one window to the other. And, we, and I just walked in and to the space with my wife, Kim, and we're like, you know what, it's not going to be bad like this for long. Let's yeah. just do this this place feels great. You know, uh, we've got a great team. Let's just go and do it. So uh, it sort of happened, you know, very, very quickly. And, uh, and all of a sudden, you know, we were up and going and we had all these decisions to make, but you know, I don't regret it. Even with all these lockdowns, it's um, we're really happy with the way that the buildings turned out. We, we kind of enjoyed the building process uh, as much as you can. And it looks (laughs) stunning. And we've got a great team working there or ready to work there as soon as we can get in and, and get going. And how much fun building that wine list? I know how passionate you are about wine. Is it very different to Chenta Nova? Do you, are you having a bit more fun over there or how have you put it together? Absolutely. Uh, it was really bizarre. So having the lockdowns has been fantastic for tasting. So I just get, I pay for them, <laughs> not always freebies, but I ask for all these companies that I love and work with just to send me 
boxes of things that I've never tried. So these nights off that I've had seven nights a week um, with my best tasting buddy, my wife, Kim, we have done seriously good work that we would not have been able to do. So um, yeah, it's a bit quirkier. The wine list, we get to play around a little bit more and, and uh, we've got heaps of great stuff by the glass and we've imported a lot of our own wine from Italy, um, our small producers, and we're really going to build that in the coming years. Love it. And can we eat, Jesse? Is the idea that you have a drink there and then maybe head across to Centenove for dinner or will there be snacks on the menu too? Yes, yeah, snacks as well. So Patrick, our head chef at Centenove, uh, he's a partner in the bar with Kim and I. So he's just fantastic, Patrick. I can't speak highly enough of him. We travel a lot to Italy together in previous years. So when we've been doing those sort of, well, you know, we call them work holidays, but uh, it's really just a chance for us to go and drink it and eat at bars <laughs> and come up with lots of cool little ideas. So there's a lot of our, there's a lot of that from the travel um, that we've done in the, in previous years, sort of lightly talking about opening a place together and, you know, it sort of finally happened. So Patrick's in charge um, and it's really, yeah, it's, it's Italian snacks and there's some more, there's some slightly bigger things. We want you to be able to, to pop in, but also attract people that want to come and spend the whole night there. So that's how the menu is reflected. Jesse, I love it. Jesse Davidson, owner of Centenove and Bar Elba, thank you. It is always a pleasure to visit your first venue and I cannot wait to see the new one. We can't wait to have you in. So fingers crossed it'll be happening soon. Very soon, Jesse. Thank you. Don't go anywhere. Next, the woman unfazed by lockdowns and limited kitchens. She started serving vibrant modern Indian from her own home. So where is she now? You're listening to Relish, celebrating the best in food, wine and travel thanks to Diamond Celebrations, Food for All Occasions and Armstrong Green, the destination of a lifelong holiday on Easy Music 3MP. This is the Relish Podcast with Kate Stevenson. For diamond celebrations, food for all occasions, and Armstrong Green, the destination of a lifelong holiday. Easy Music 3MP, you're listening to Relish. Well, my next guest burst onto the Melbourne food scene with a restaurant in her own home, offering a multi-course Indian-inspired degustation under the guise of enter via laundry because, well, that's how you access the dining room. There's been plenty of movement since and in amongst residencies in Mombolk and Elstonwick, MasterChef appearances and an SBS co-hosting gig, Hallie Raichura is still churning out brilliant Indian food for the rest of us to enjoy. She joins me now. Hallie, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Yeah, well, so I guess, you know, in a way, you're used to cooking in more unique situations. Has that made any part of this lockdown easier for you? It has, actually. Um, Travelling to Mornington on um, on the weekends to go and cook is actually quite looked forward to. So, that helps. Yeah, so almost like a little break. And that's it. So you were planning more of a, a pop-up that people could visit at Avani Wines on the Mornington Peninsula. Obviously, that couldn't happen. So what have you been doing instead? So we waited for a very long time and then um, for the restrictions to ease and the cases to go down, but that didn't happen. And so now we are doing uh, take-home or delivery menus. And this week we are doing murg masalam, which is whole chicken with beautiful marinades and spices and roasted and friends, we call it, because it goes with a few different things like rice and desserts and things like that. That is what we're cooking for next three weeks. Oh, great. And is it challenging? You know, obviously you are used to cooking beautiful food and I didn't get to try into via laundry, but I did try your at-home meal from Avani. You know, you're used to sort of plating it, cooking it, putting it in front of the diners and knowing what they're going to get. Is is it a bit of a challenge, you know, only getting it to a certain stage and then relying on people to do the rest at home? 
Um, I am confident that all the guests, they are pretty foodie and they could put it together. But I think we we really do miss the part of um, of having it ready for them to enjoy while they're having a beautiful conversation or having a glass of wine. And also we miss to we miss that, that aspect where we can see their reaction and um, and understand how how they like the courses and the food. So the whole hustle bustle of the service is is heavily is is really missing now, and it's just something that the cooks and the chefs they thrive on um, when they're working. So yeah, we do really miss that. I mentioned that I had the best of spring menu, and you know I feel like I've eaten at a fair few different Indian restaurants, and the food I had was like nothing I'd ever tasted. How good is it to sort of challenge what is people's maybe view of traditional Indian food? The traditional Indian food um, or the, the food that is served in restaurants around Melbourne is quite modified to the liking of um, a generic palate. And that is something that I'm not not a huge fan of. Yeah. I like challenging the palates. And I've been lucky that um, when I started, I wasn't cooking as a profession. I was cooking as a hobby. And that's why I didn't really have to worry about if I was any making money or if I was getting anywhere. So I just pushed and challenged all my diners. But now I think we've created a platform enough that everyone is open to um, eating what is close to authentic, which is close to what we eat at Indian households. Um, so, yeah, I'm hoping that that, that changes in, in, in near future and people are more uh, open and, and the cooks and chefs are more uh, actually um, have the courage to cook what is close to authentic. Brilliant. So you've got another three weeks uh, or another few weeks at Avani or through to the end of October at Avani Wines. What's next for Enter Via Laundry? Now, what's next is something um, I, I have to keep a bit of a secret so that when it's released, it's um, it's exciting. But um, we are working very hard on finding next steps for Enter Via Laundry. Um, big plans. Um have to wash the space. Keep it up your sleeve. I love it. Helly, thank you. As I said, I, I I really did find that some of the, the more surprising and inspiring Indian flavours I've ever had the pleasure to taste. We'll recommend people head to entervialaundry.com.au so they can order. Um, you, you deliver to lots of areas outside of the Mornington Peninsula, much of Melbourne, so they can get your hands on your food there and also find out what is next for you. Helly Rachura, thank you. Thanks for having me. Hallie Wright, you're a founder of Entervi Laundry. Stick around this week in Food is Next. You're listening to Relish, celebrating the best in food, wine and travel, thanks to Diamond Celebrations, Food for All Occasions and Armstrong Green, the destination of a lifelong holiday. On Easy Music, 3MP. This is the Relish Podcast with Kate Stevenson for Diamond Celebrations, Food for All Occasions and Armstrong Green, the destination of a lifelong holiday. Easy Music 3MP, you're listening to Relish and it's that time. This week in food, time to share food news and dining tips. And if there is one thing that screams summer in Melbourne, it's Arbury afloat. And yes, the great news is they are indeed back, or at least they're on their way. Coming back Tuesday the 26th of October, the floating bars theme this year will be transporting us to an international beach club on the exotic Turkish turquoise coast. That 69 metre floating bar and restaurant will again have two bars across two levels, an upper deck pool club, and look out for this year's collaboration gin with four pillars. Book via arboreafloat.com.au or there will be room for limited walk-ins. Now there hasn't been much for restaurants to celebrate so Fonda Mexican's 10th birthday is well worth a shout out. To celebrate they're bringing the festivities to you with the launch of a DIY tub 
taco kit, bottled margaritas and a specially curated playlist to really party to. Those taco kits come with ingredients for eight tacos and three fillings to choose from. So roasted sweet potato, a signature chicken and a slow cooked beef brisket. They're available for pickup or takeaway from Fonda in Hawthorne, Windsor, Richmond and Collingwood. You can head to fondamexican.com.au for more info. Now, the roadmap means that indoor dining has to wait a little bit longer, but that isn't terrible news for Sunda chef Nabil Ansari. He's been hosting a pop-up side hustle at the Windsor Hotel's Cricketers Bar in the city during this lockdown, and come October 28, when we're allowed to dine outside, he's going to launch an Indian bazaar on the terrace. I've already booked in because it sounds like a really fun, vibrant way to sit down and enjoy some brilliant Indian stuff street food. It is only running until November 7. So if you want to book a seat, head to thehotelwindsor.com.au, click on dining and look for that Indian bazaar. Now, Pentalina is taking advantage of the last few weeks they've got to pivot. They're launching an immersive Italian cookery experience with their head chef, Gabrielle Olivieri. It's called La Cucina Romagnola and more than a a mere home delivery, they're promising to tell the story behind the dishes and give you the skills to make a three-course meal from Gabrielle's home country, the Romagna region of central Italy. Now, what stands out for me on the menu is the hand-rolled strangled priest pasta with seafood sugo. The food can be delivered on October 22nd, that's a Friday, and then you'll be able to jump online and enjoy that experience anytime over the weekend. Head to pentolina.com.au for some more info. And finally, if you're still perfecting your picnic platter game like me, I did pick up some tips this week. One, Don't forget fruit. I got a stunning platter from Driscoll's Blueberries this week and the berries were a game changer. I just don't think about it. I reckon it's worth including some Victorian cherries too as we hit cherry season. Uh, Yarra Valley Caviar is an indulgent touch. They've just launched a new gift box for Christmas and that'd be a perfect addition. Um, Go for some local cheeses. Tarrago River, Yarra Valley Dairy or Prom Country Cheese would be great. Um, Grab some nice grapes or cherry tomatoes or some melon from your local green grocer. I had a delivery from South Melbourne Market's Rod's Fruit and Veg this week and that meant I didn't even need to leave home to put on the finishing touches. Well that's about it from me this week. Don't forget to email anytime relish at 3mp.com.au. This has been Relish celebrating the best in food, wine and travel thanks to Diamond Celebrations, Food for All Occasions and Armstrong Green, the destination of a lifelong holiday. Listen in next Saturday at 8am. Look for the next podcast at 3mp.com.au or download the 3MP app. Easy music, 3MP.